Yes, hello, welcome to Jock and Journo for another show. Jay Clark, Scotty Pendlebury and Braden Cox here to talk footy and all sorts of stuff. After two big wins, Scotty, you got a big uh, smile on your face, mate. A big win over Adelaide. Have you ever won there before? Nah, first win. I think we've had five tries. I think, yeah. Yeah, you've yeah, been rubbish over there for, for a period. No, we used to, I don't think I lost in ages. Was it the old football park? Yeah. What was that? Yeah, it was called football park. Yep. But yeah, on the weekend... Pretty exciting win, I thought. What was the best part about it? What 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 clicked for the Magpies? The, the, the ball movement, the forward structure, the um, defensive stuff. What was a standout for you? Oh, the best part was singing the song after it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was that's always the best part. Just having that five minutes where you can just sit there, relax. Yep. Where you get eighteen minutes, um, so where you can sit there and relax, and it was bloody gra- bloody good. <laughs> and and for a change, you weren't either rucking or tagging. You're uh, you were chasing the pill again. I've been having a look at the stats, mate. You're actually turned into one of the competition's tackle kings. You're at, you're fifth for uh, tackles in the competition, there, mate. Have you, you changed your sort of your focus a bit? Or um, I think you want to tackle more slightly, um, just with how we're setting up around the footy, and um, oh, I suppose. Playing as a, a run with role there for a week sort yeah. of racks up your tackle numbers yeah. pretty quickly. So, Bit of a boost. Um, but yeah, I look to adjust that and get that down into a low sort of one or twos a game. <laughs> Hurts it? my hands too much. <laughs> Going back a week, were there any amusing moments between you and Paddy Cripps? Like when when you went to Paddy Cripps and started buffeting? Because let's be honest, you, you haven't you you haven't been a big fan of taggers over, over the journey. So when you turned, well, I didn't in, turn into a tagger. I just had a roll at him on, on stoppage. You turned into a tagger for and a week. And then I was trying to get off him in general play. Um, no, but this week walking out to the centre bounce, I don't know if you see it on TV because the coverage starts so late. But um, I sort of sensed straight away that the Adelaide boys were coming for me. I don't know why. I just sensed. So when we're walking through the middle, um, Tex was coming the other way, and I was like, "Well, let's see." Like I'm walking in a straight line. Yeah. I don't think he's going to veer and I reckon they're going to try and get into me and yeah. Tex got into me and then um, Sam Jacobs got into me. Sloaney gave me a little nudge and a laugh. You got targeted. Um, yeah, but I was sort of laughing in my head because I was like, well, you don't know that steel is coming to you, buddy. So, <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, it was funny because obviously they'd been told to get after me and yeah. don't let me so turn them into the – you would yeah, go I was going to Yeah, I was going to hunt one of them and um, – yeah. but I, Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> steel did. <laughs> Um, and did a uh, did a magnificent job. So, what were in those moments? Can you give you a, can you give us a taste of what's actually said? Oh, nothing's really said, to be honest. It's just a bit a of verbal bit of, and bit of, bit of pressure and push and oh, It's a long night, stuff like that, and it's not really the game's going to go for the same <laughs> amount of time, isn't it? So, um, yeah, then you get straight into it, and um, yeah, it was a good game. I, I thought our boys played really well, and yep. um, defensively we were pretty solid. I thought you know to keep them. I think they only scored like 50 points for a game and they're a high-scoring side. So, Competition's um, number one offensive team last year. Yeah, yeah. To, so to take away their strengths with the footy and, yep. um, yeah, I thought, you know, and we had some pre- pretty special action. You know, Brody Grundy. Yeah. Um, Is that the best rucking performance of your career or have to be up there? Yeah, yeah, comfortably. Yeah. Um, oh, well, he was huge. I think he had 12 clearances. Like, he, towards the end, it's just he just started throwing Jacobs out the, right, out the way, grabbing it himself and clearing it himself. He so, did fancy him, didn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, like going into that. So she got pretty, a pantsing, mate. No, well, I think a centre bouncer was pretty even. Yep. You know, they, they compete. But I think just Brody's so physical around the ground yep. that, um, you know, he, he loves that one on one battle too. And it's, you know, versus, him versus Jacobs all night. Yeah. Um, he loves that. So, 
Yeah, it's um, that was a good battle. And then Sidey. I think he'd be uh, 40 hit-outs, 30 possessions. Is it Gary Dempsey? 12 clearances, first since. That's why he's been calling himself. Is it Gary Dempsey? Yes. Yeah, he's been calling himself the Demp all week. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what did you think when he was running down the wing and, and didn't pass it and had a shot uh, no, on I was the run from He does practice that a fair bit. Um, at training because he does believe that he's a midfielder. So, Running bounce. Well, he actually is. He's, once the ball hits the ground, he is another mid. So, um, yeah, I, I was actually pretty confident. And there was, he had a one out in the goal square, but you still had to win a contest. So why not just go to carry the foot yourself and kick a goal? Or have a shot anyway because you don't have to win a contest. You just got to kick straight. What was he? Pick number 18. Was um, he? 18, 17? So it's really him. Who's the best ruckman in the competition? Him? Brody. Gorn? Uh, no, I think Brody is. Yeah. Comfortably with tackle, clearance, ball use, goal kicking. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, you, every player that's striving to be the best player in the game, every yep. week's a new battle. Yep. Um, so Brody knows this week, Bell Chambers is yep. um, physically as big as Brody. So it's going to be a new challenge for mm-hmm. Brody and um, yeah, yeah, see how he responds. But yeah, his form, him and Sidey. Yeah. Their form is unbelievable at the moment. Yeah, so Steele did a great job on the uh, on uh, Sloney, who does seem injured, Scotty. I must say, he's been dealing with a. We foot. heard that foot against Richmond, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and then he did look a little bit hobbled on the weekend. It probably doesn't help you when you can't get a free run at it either with yep. Sidey. And then, then not only that, then you got to chase Sidey as well because he's extremely fit to have. What do you have? Forty three touches, I yep. think, and keep the goal maybe. So yeah, fair outing. Be one of his best games, I reckon. Now tell us about uh, Jaden Stephenson because Stevenson, Stevenson, is it? Yeah, Stevenson. Well, didn't right. you, don't you work the drafts? Yeah, uh, yeah. I wasn't Stevenson. Quite, I wasn't yeah, quite yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Stevo, as we like to call him. Stevo, the original. He's got some real toe. Now I remember he's we, extremely quick, like yeah. lightning fast, yeah. and quickest in the club. Yeah, comfortably, and he's he's got like gears. So we, we do these like little running races in pre-season and yeah. um, I made the mistake of going with him for, for nine of them yeah. and uh, it was nine zip Steve-O. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we won't be doing that again. <laughs> um, tell us about this man because I remember before the national draft and let to be fully frank about this, I spoke to some clubs who said they weren't going to take the punt because of a uh, heart condition he has, which he's still getting more information about from what he said this morning. He's still doing testing. So the picture is still a little bit un- unclear there. He takes some medication, he says, largely as a precaution. But some clubs um, di- didn't want to take him because of that, primarily because of that. No, no, they knew he was a very good player. But I remember we had a brief conversation before the draft and you asked me the question. You said, what's what's the go with this bloke? Why aren't... Why, why, you know, I've been reading a bit about why the clubs aren't on Ken on him because he caught your eye from your yeah. from your tapes, from yeah, the I, tapes you saw. Um, yeah, I remember going into Deco. I'm always sort of keen to see what we're looking at, mm. who we're looking at, and um, yeah, watched some vision of Steve and I thought, well, what, yeah, sort of what's up with this kid? Like, what what's the knock? Because yeah. I couldn't see anything, and I only watched a, a little bit of tapes. Not yeah. like I, you know, studied his whole season, but I watched yep. a bit of stuff, and I was like, he's a huge kick. Mm. He makes smart decision. He's lightning fast, but he's also composed. Because some people out there play the game, they just play you know breakneck speed, but they're you know a poor kick and they put, make poor decisions. Stevo's got he's got gears; he can play at different speeds. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I just asked you, what's the knock? And you told me about his heart. Surely clubs are going to do due diligence and mm. get like leading specialists. And I'm glad that that's what our club did. You know, got yeah. the best of the best opinions, and um, you know he's had it his whole life. It's never affected him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm glad he's wearing black and white, no other colour, because. He can certainly play the boy. What was it? His fourth game and Bucks isolated him one out in the square, which is a big role for a first-year kid. Um, yeah. 
and kicks five. He just looked electric on yeah. the field. And um, well, I think half the reason he gets isolated in the square though is the work he does defensively to get back. Mm. And then when we win the footy, it's just that quick that even if it was me and him in a leg race and we're eighty out from goal, I reckon he's in the goal square before I even hit fifty. Yeah. You know, he's lightning quick, and he yeah. had, um, you know, from Adelaide Brown defending him. He's a good one-on-one defender, but. He could just get space because of just genuine leg speed. And we probably haven't had a player like that no. in our front half in a long time. So Benny Sinks. Yeah, Sinks Sinks had that leg speed, but you know, he did play four weeks and, and do a hammy and continuity was his biggest sort of issue. But yeah, Steve O's got and he's got some tricks as well, like the left foot snap, but you know, people say that and how good's that? You know, he competed two V one in the air first, lands like a cat, bang, left foot goal. Yeah. From forty. Um, prefer that croc just marks out in the square and doesn't let <laughs> chance bounce out and you know what? Said to Croc, mate, Mark, that's a free that's a goal to you and yeah. if that had a bounced and gone sideways, I saw that. we all look pretty silly, don't we? So Yeah. Um, Un- unselfish. Yeah. Stupid but, but he, he's got some um he's got some curious eating habits. So tell us about well, he's just a very very plain eater. So right. we've We've oh, got baked a sh- beans or toasted got a- sandwiches. Oh, I don't think that would probably be too extreme for him. So we've got a chef here, yeah. and who's unbelievable. He's just yep. developed the boys' palates like none other. Yeah, and Steve, and you would have in. what? What would be a favourite dish of yours? Um, oh, we have this tuna sashimi every now and again. That's oh, nice. just unbelievable. And yep. some of the salad she does, fantastic. Post game, um, she gets a bit more adventurous because she knows the boys are a bit hungry then. So yeah, um, some yeah. So she's you know, Angie's a star, yep. but. Stevo is just that simple that yeah. like breakfast every day, wheat picks. And if it does like <laughs> you wouldn't know he has wheat picks because he puts that much milk in the bowl, overflows, yeah. two sachets of sugar oh. on top, and then like uh, what's night before a game, I think he has like a small barbecue chicken pizza. Yep. Just because it's what he likes. And he doesn't deviate. So like he'll walk past the kitchen and Andrew will be like, Oh, Jaden, do you want some of this stuff for lunch today? And he's like, Oh, He'll have a look and he's like, no, no, I'm okay. I'm just going to make like a Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I'm tipping him in here, but we were at the sea bath uh, this morning. This is doing, him in. Doing yeah. recovery. Yeah. Good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good sentence for that. And he had um, his presser because he was he's nominated for NAB Rising Star. Yep. All the boys go into the cafe and kind of have their eggs on toast, uh, long black. He sits at the cafe next door with a milkshake and a chocolate brownie. Yeah, that's Steve. That's a classic example. So is he trying to put on weight or? Oh, I think he's going to be fighting that bottle for a while. Yeah. We, uh, it was pretty funny. After he kicked that long bomb from 55, he gave it the big double cobra. <laughs> but we sort of said, if you're going to do that, mate, you've got to have something there. You're like, he, just looked like, he just looked like a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the boy can seriously play. Hey, speaking of um, hard issues, what's the update on Cal Kirby? Because in very serious circumstances, he, he uh, collapsed behind play a couple of weeks ago. Incredibly, St Kilda's Dil- yeah, Dylan Robin did that yeah. last week as well. And you watch the replay of that, and it's just so scary to just be collapsing yeah, I seen, on play. You've seen the Dylan Robin thing, and you yeah. just, I immediately thought, like, about Kale's incident, because yeah. it was eerily similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you... Were you at the VFL that day, or...? No, I wasn't, because yeah. the practice game, I think we were playing that either night. That, that night or something. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, we had just finished playing, and mm-hmm. we found out about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty scary to think that, like, two players in the league, yeah. it's happened to in the last fortnight, but... Yeah, Carl at the moment is tracking pretty well. He's come out, he's done a, doing a bit of light activity. Yeah. Um, so I think he's probably going to live in that zone for a couple of weeks and then slowly build up. But 
uh, yeah, obviously health is paramount and it's going to come yeah. first, second and third. So, yeah, um, yeah it's going to take a little while to get back playing footy, but yeah. um, he'll do so knowing that he'll be good to go when he when he does. Club doing some tests and getting all the information, of course, uh, relevant to make sure they've got full handle um, on the issues. The other last guy I want to talk to you about is your boy, uh, Sammy Murray, because I've got to be honest, last year's trade period when his name emerged, a Sydney rookie, you know, needful team of the year, the club's looking to, you know, use a second, third round draft pick swap to get him. We all sort of thought, who in the hell is this guy? You know, he's, he's a back pocket. Next This year's draft's meant to be good. But hasn't he injected some energy, some pace, and some bounce on that half-back line, which is probably something, to be honest, you, you've been missing? Yeah, well, between him and Steve-O, um, the leg speed in our side's gone through the roof. Hasn't you know, that? Um, you got him and sort of Braden Maynard who can really bounce off that half-back line. Yep. Yeah, but the beauty of, of Sammy is he's... Um, he does what he needs to defensively first. Yep. You know, he hasn't. It's not like this guy who's just freewheeling in the back line. He's very diligent defensively, but then, yep. yeah, I don't. When he gets the ball, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I don't think does he knows he? what's going to happen. <laughs> but something good always happens. You know, yep. you have to laugh. Like he gets the ball and he just runs flat out, and then it's like he stopped for a second, think. What do I need to do here? Yeah. And then if someone comes to you, oh, I'll just run around you first before I make a decision because, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's lightning quick. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's playing some really good footy. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because he's got a lot of Reese Shaw about him and, and they were obviously close at Sydney, but yeah. you can tell that Reese is – coached him. Reese was a very similar player, you know, yeah. ball under the arm, take you on, use yeah. your feet. So yeah. he's been a super addition. And, yeah, geez, we copped some flack over bringing him in last year. But I, yeah. I know it's, it's pretty complicated, but I think – we were all right with what we did because we had to use father-son points, so it didn't really matter yep. whether we got rid of a third or fourth. We had the points up our sleeve to get Brownie in, and they were pretty happy. And, yeah, Muzz is – yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks, a couple of rising stars. and Yeah, um, you'd be going yeah. well in your best and fairest, I would have thought. But it's – and this has been well documented. Yeah, the, the four-round best and fairest. Yeah, he's been <laughs> – It's like you anointing Brownlow medalists already. I like and to leading goal kickers. Correct, yeah. Four we'll rounds. like to make nice early calls. But he is, he is deaf. Unlike and, the media. Who's and, deaf? Sammy Murray. No, he's not. Isn't he? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sam, Sam, no, I shouldn't laugh, but Sam McClarty. Sam McClarty. Sam McClarty played in the VFL. He went off. So Tell us about that story. So, yeah, so he's, um, he's deaf and he's got a little magnet that sits behind his ear that, um, yeah, so his hearing's pretty good when that's in. And then yeah. because of the weather conditions on the weekend, he sort of, that didn't, didn't work for him. So he was playing a game yeah. without any hearing. And Couldn't the story hear. goes at half time. <laughs> He couldn't hear, and he said to – I think he said to Jared Blair, he's like, he goes, I can't hear anything. And he goes, I'm going back with a flight here. And he goes, I don't know if I'm about to get killed or I'm about to take a chest mark, but I've got to go. But then apparently they, they fixed it all up and he run back at half time and he's yelling out to the boys, boys, I'm back on line, I'm back on line. So, no, he's a ripper fella, Sammy. Uh, and key um, – what's his but, best position? Ruck, centre-half back, key back? Uh, I think probably um, centre-half back and ruck. Yep. Probably, probably can't play those two positions at once, but he does go very well. Yep. Very good mark, great competitor, yep. um, terrible basketball player, but right. um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a good kid. Changing pace here for a second, Scotty. Is it right that you had a little bit of a scare on the home front last night? Was there some sort of fire in your area and did you put your pants? Yeah, there was. So I was just cooking some dinner last night yep. and, um, down in front of my place sort of see the road down there and next minute I just heard like bang and it was loud like loud enough that like an explosion oh I thought like because Jax was asleep so I'm thinking oh this has easily woken him up that's sort of how loud it was yep 
Next minute, this fire like just erupts. Like it was a good five hundred meters from our place, so we were fine. Yeah, well, I thought we were anyway. <laughs> we we did. We were fine, but yeah, so yeah. It erupted from um, in front of our place, and yeah. then like two minutes later, like bang again. And um, you know, my best mate lives five minutes away, so I yeah. asked him what was going on. So he he checked, and he's like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's it's okay. Like you'll be fine." And it so was there's a, a fireball um, out the front of your house. No, no, down front like on the road so we're a good 500 meters away like i'd have to drive Close. that over, look at it but there was like six fire trucks cop cars decent fire going for a while and just sort of thought well, well do you think about evacuating oh i did straight away but um we're watching billions on stand so i was like <laughs> i've got to get back to that at some stage so yeah i was just never seen, okay. i'd never seen something like that before though it was so loud it was like yep. an, it was, i think it was a caravan um <clears throat> that sort of blew up and right. It was so loud, and the f- like. The fire was decent. Near your joint. enough enough for me to sort of pull them a little bit. You are very cool, calm, calculated on the field. Yeah, nearly burnt me chicken. <laughs> Some very uh, suspicious things happening down there in the Frankston area. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the boys in Triple M were getting like, "Do you live in Frankston?" Yeah. So no, I don't. Do you want to clear it up for us? I live more towards Sorrento. <laughs> Why are you trying to distance yourself so much yes. from Frankston? You you were saying the ports of the area. It's well, yeah. Like I'm clo- I feel like I'm close. That's probably the, the area that I tend to go down towards mm. a bit more than Franger. Real elite operator, this guy, isn't he? No, nah, fit in in Frank. I don't know what you're talking With, about. He used to be just a common man, but now he's uh, he's risen above. Hey, um, NBA playoffs, we know how passionate you are about uh, basketball. We can't watch you play football without someone referencing your uh, in basketball background. But the playoffs are on, and Benny Simmons, six foot ten point guard, is absolutely tearing it up for the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, they're 1 1 now. Miami, Miami. Just beat them. Today? So, yeah, 1 okay. 1. So Miami's got home court. Could they win the East, Philadelphia? Um. Oh, good yeah, enough. They could, but I don't think like Cleveland's going to be. It's Philly's first time, mm-hmm. so there's so much to go through, so much learning that they've got to do. Um, you know, and you hear like I big podcast listening to Jalen Jacoby, and you hear yep. Jalen Rose talk about the playoffs and how different they are, and you play the same side seven times in a row. All the scouting reports, how much guys lock in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I they definitely do. You know, they've got Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. Um, they're like the they're almost like the new Spurs. They've got a full roster of like international players. They move the ball a lot. Uh, I think they're like second in the league for passing, which mm-hmm. is huge in the NBA. So um, they're a great team. And, and then Ben Simmons is obviously the anchor. He gets everything going. And yep. he had a unbelievable. I think he, he even played pretty well today. Yep. Yeah. Um, should he be the rookie of the year in the NBA yep. now? I actually. Well, you got to give the people. Why? Because it's been second year in the league. He's his second year in the league, and it's Donovan Mitchell, uh, who's been very good as well. It's his first year in the league, and I like Donovan Mitchell's um, crack at things um, yeah. last week, and he wore that jumper with the definition of rookie, yeah, you know, yeah. noun referring to the first their first year. But it is Ben Simmons' second year in the league, but his first, first season. Now, season. I, yeah. I'm with Donovan on this one. As much as I'm loving Ben Simmons, I think it should be restricted to your first year being your rookie year yeah. because – um, you know, Ben has had that benefit of being in the SIPS system one extra year. Yeah. So I actually think it should be restricted to the first year. I think it's sh- on on that definition, it should be Donovan Mitchell. Well, they're, t- they're talking about it a fair bit at the moment, having like an actual rookie of the year and mm. then having a best young player in the league. So yeah. it's sort of both guys would get that award. But yeah. um, I, I don't like changing. Like it's history how they've done it. It's like saying with our rising star, should it only be first year kids mm-hmm. available? So Sam Murray got a rising star. Can't get it. Maybe we don't do that because probably there's not enough first-year players that play every week to get an award. But but now there yeah. is. I mean, there, I yeah. think that there is more and more 
Um, but yeah, can, I, players playing first. I sort of I get the argument, you know, because Ben was in the league for a year, got to follow the team around for a whole year, see how it all works. Yeah. But he it's also sat out a whole year of basketball, whereas Donovan Mitchell was played college longer than what Ben did. Mm-hmm. I think he's older than Ben, physically a bit more developed as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like chicken or the egg. He is absolutely killing it. I think they solved that too, by the way. The chicken or the egg scenario. Yeah. Why? They solved that. What's the, the, answer? the answer's egg. Yeah? Yeah. But it's anyway, we, we've been eating it more longer. Right? Egg. No, no, I didn't. Egg it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But they, they, I was reading something. They solved it. Interesting. Pretty amazing. Who was your tip for the NBA playoffs this year? Oh, uh, and you can't say Golden State. Just other than Golden State. Who do you no, think? No, well, Go- I think Golden State will win it. Yeah, okay. Well, who, but, who so will they play? I reckon Boston will get past Milwaukee the yep. first round. Mm-hmm. Um, then they'll lose to Philly. Cleveland, well, I reckon Cleveland, Indiana is going to be an awesome series. That's on now. Like, that's yep. process now. Yep. West Coast Finals, Houston, Golden State will be, like, that will be, be that will be the finals. That's the finals. I think. Yep. So, um, yeah. You think Golden plenty State of good will win that? There's yeah. massive talk over there at the moment of making it 1 to 16. James Harden yeah. stirring the pot. <laughs> um, yeah. So, there's, yeah, big talk over there making it 1 to 16. Yep. So, it doesn't matter East or West. and. I like that idea. I would like that idea. Yeah, well, it's like our game. How cool would it be if the grand final was played over three games? Do you fan of that idea? Well, I'd like to just try up as debate. No, nah. I, I think because like, you, you want that, do you? Well, like, over there, the NBA, impossible. the finals go for, for a while. Yeah, and it like it's hyped as. Yeah. Whereas here, it's like. It still goes for a month. Well, but our season goes for so long. Your season goes for long enough, mate. We need to shorten that, not length. Yeah, shorten our season, but play more finals. You reckon? Yeah, that would be insane. We've been big sick. fans of the um, 18 round season. Play everyone once. Yeah, and a, yeah. And a rivalry round. And Play everyone once, rivalry round. You have to take round. a 20% pay, or 12% pay cut. No, you wouldn't because happen. viewership it would be would. huge and then people would actually want to go to the games more because Broadca- you don't get the opportunity to see them as no. much. Broadcasters Quality will pay less. Imagine that. And you only get to see – so if we play interstate, you're only getting to see Collingwood once that year play interstate because the next year if you're Adelaide, it's playing at Collingwood Stadium, you know, because you only play everyone once. It's like the NFL. The NFL cut games and made more money. Yeah. If yeah. we, if we, do you want more content or better content? You're mm. from the media, so you want just more. <laughs> click, click, click. Um, yeah. click it's bait. interesting. We'll uh, keep working on that on that one. Um, I tell you what, the, one of the big issues that's going to blow up or has blown up is the review of the Jay Gromira and Tommy Mitchell sort of package deal for Hawthorne. I think Kane Corns described the Jay Gromira deal as the worst trade in the history of the AFL. He said it would be a disaster. To break it down in simple clickbait. terms. Uh, we, need, Haw- we need like a little button on your thing, Cocker, where it's like clickbait, clickbait. <laughs> well, they did give Kane two first round. <laughs> You'd always be hitting it. <laughs> Kane would be doing well. Hawthorne yeah. gave two first round picks and a second future second round they pick. Get anything, uh, just, so they got three picks for Jaeger. Essentially. That's in simple well, terms. We can't say essentially if you've left something out. Yeah, no, two first. Let I think finish. it's picked. Give him a go. Pick seven, pick ten, and a future second-round pick, which they got from Carlton. I'm pretty sure is what they got for Jay Gromira. He's played a month of footy, and it's been a very good month. Best game of the weekend versus Melbourne. I think he's 11th in the competition for total contested possession. He's up around – he's got high clearance numbers. I think he uses the ball well. He's hitting the scoreboard. He's kicked three goals a game. I reckon some people may have jumped early on the Jay Gromira deal. Never. And that he could even replace Jared Ruffett as captain, which oh, I think this this move is starting to turn around. You're yeah, right, you're oh, right he's an unbelievable player. Yeah, um, clearly the body's the biggest issue with him. But yep. yeah, round one when he played against us, I think he had like the first four or five centre clearances, and yeah. Um, yeah, he's got pace, he's tough, he's hard, um, he's pretty good looking. 
chats to the package. That helps. Um, this guy. Yeah, but <laughs> he's uh, no, he's a good player. And, yep. Um, yeah, I remember the talk when he was going to be number one. It was like you'd sell the farm to get this guy to your yep. club. Yep. And I don't think Hawthorne had to sell the farm to get him in the end. So, uh, and they needed someone to come in for because you know Mitchell was gone, Lewis yep. was leaving, yep. Hodge was gone. Yeah. Yeah. So that and. They've always been pretty targeted with who they've gone for and they bring in good players. They're happy to get rid of picks. Um, yeah, and he's – how old is he? Like 22, 23? Yep. I don't know, but yeah, so you'd assume that Hawthorne would be pretty confident that he's got 10 years of footy. And yeah, I think if you – I think Hawthorne would have known if they can get him right what they'll get on the field. Yep. Whereas drafting someone in the top 10 doesn't mean anything. No guarantees. There's no guarantees. So you sort of – I don't know that like, you could say the same thing because there's no guarantees. Body was going to get right. Yeah. But they would have done their diligence, knew that they back in what they can do. Yeah, and they'd be very happy, I reckon. I agree. Isn't Mitchell Lewis about to play? Maybe. I, I reckon Clarko was curveball with that. I reckon was, that was a bit of a furphy. You know, like 198 centimetre forward to come in for Puyopolo and Rioli. It just wasn't Who's, Oh, Mitchell Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big key forward. Yeah. Um, but the Hawks will be challenged by those um, injuries. Yeah, when, they're big injuries. At, at the time when Sam Mitchell, Jordan Lewis um, were traded and Luke Hodge is obviously gone as well, you know, the sky was falling in. But I think now Sam Mitchell's retired. Jordan Lewis, you know, his spot is now in jeopardy after a poor game at the weekend. He may not play against the Tigers on Tuesday. Like, I, don't, I can't, I don't, the Hawthorne fans don't seem to be crying out for Mitchell and Jordan Lewis now. Like, I think they're pretty happy with Tommy Mitchell and Jago Romero going forward. Yeah, I think strategically they've played it pretty well. And they also, they've, Hawthorne handled it so well, yep. you know, like, both, like, Sam went and played at West Coast. Hodgie retired and then obviously got a really good deal at Brisbane, so he's yep. gone there. And then um, Louis got – did he get a three-year deal at Melbourne? Melbourne, yeah. Three-year deal and um, Hawthorne, obviously, they probably had a great discussion about what the future looked like at Hawthorne, him potentially going to Melbourne, what it meant. Off he went. They brought in some players. Everyone was happy. And they've, they've done it in such a respectful way that it's – I don't think there's any bad – it looks like anyway from the outside yep. there's no bad feeling from any parties. Could win the flag, Hawthorne. Be absolutely amazing given they've won four over the past ten. It's a pretty big contrast to North Melbourne, was it, the year before, how they kind of handled a similar situation? What yeah. Well, they're, I know what you're saying, like with um, all like oh, Del Sano, Harvey, yeah. guys like that. Yes. That kind of um, blew up and it was a massive deal where yeah. Hawthorne's kind of... Well, the thing, it, I think the it was thing understandable. The thing that always gets forgotten with free agency because sometimes... When I mean, players don't get a new contract at their club and they don't get one, it looks like that club did wrong by them. Mm-hmm. But like if they, if other clubs wanted them, they had the chance to get them. So I always think like, well, then did the club make a bad call because no one actually no one went. else wanted them? Yeah, and I know well, that Brett I know Harvey, that, for example, I know that things have got to line up. Like money's got to be half decent. Do they think you're in a flag window? All this sort of stuff. But yeah, yeah, like North North are playing pretty good footy at the moment. Best defensive side in the comp. Four, Four rounds in. Uh, yeah, they have been uh, very good, very competitive. Well done to um, Chris Scott and Ben Brown Brad, might be the biggest. Brad, Brad Scott. Oh, ben You're Scott. on fire today. Brad Scott. <laughs> ben Brown, I was about to say. No, very good I tell forward. you what. Brad Brown. Unreal, isn't he? Hasn't he gone from a, we thought, sort of average key position player to genuinely one of the... Don't say we, as in me and you. I never thought that. <laughs> Just separate yourself, <laughs> Absolutely. mate. Absolutely. Before we let you There's no you side go, by side here. Okay. Is Daniel <laughs> Wells going to play this week? Uh, no, because we play on the following week on Wednesday. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah, it'd be Chance. Chance. Yeah. Um, who else we got? Uh, Faz. Chance. Maury. Chance. Get on you, mate. Uh, Jamie Elliott still injured, of course. And before we go, Anzac Day, of course, one of your um, favourite days of the year. Two-time Anzac Day medalist. 
Yep. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, What is this week like for you? Um, You know, how big an occasion is it for you? Do you you ever get used to standing there when the last post, 95,000 pin drop? I mean, I watch that. I'm not out there, obviously, but I watch that. Yeah, work it. That and the Melbourne Richmond Anzac Day Eve game, my two favourite games of the year. I get the chills, I get goosebumps. Do you get that? I reckon, yeah, I've spoken to people who go and they just like describe it. And I was like, it's almost the same. It's like, all, it, all that's different for me is then I get to go play. Yeah. So as I get all the same emotion that you go through watching it. Yeah. Except so you for when you're in the yeah. stands thinking, geez, how good would it be to play? I'd run through a brick wall right now. Yeah. I get that chance to go do it. Yeah. So that's where it, it differs. But the whole build-up's the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably a little bit less for us because we don't see a lot of the stuff because we're downstairs before we come out. But yeah, that the chills, it's probably something that I thought after playing in one that the next year wouldn't be as That's big and it's yeah. just there it gets sort of gets bigger and bigger yeah. every year and More um, special for yeah it's, it's unreal to play in and it's gonna be a big game too like Essendon played really well against top of the ladder mm-hmm. side and Port um, you know we, we went all right Friday night over there against Adelaide so yeah. both sides are in some pretty good form and um, they're, they're going to be really tough to get over. And lastly, man, what does it what does it mean to play in the name and the spirit of the Anzacs like that? That's a responsibility and a, and a sort of privilege. You know, that's the yeah. focus for the whole country today, and and you get to sort of live live that dream on that day. What does that What does that mean to you? Yeah, well, I think like we you do say like we get to go out there and play, but I think everyone sets the tone when they do the minute silent, like the respect that everyone shows. No. There's no idiot yelling out. There's no, no carry on. Mm-hmm. Like everyone sets the tone straight away that's there. Like yeah. so respectful. And then the one we always speak about and you can't compare and we always say you never compare a game of football to war but the mateship yeah. that they talk about that, yeah. you know, if someone said to do something, you have to trust and, and we talk about that a lot. So yeah. that mateship and as you said, it's incredibly humbling to, to get the chance to play on that day. And yeah. um, I feel like both sides every year have played at the game since I've been playing in, in great spirits. So. Yeah. Um, and the football community celebrates this round um, unreal. And I think it's good that every game now has like yep. um, significance. They do the minute silence because it, it did feel like it was a little bit skewed just to us. Like mm-hmm. we were the only ones where it's the whole round gets behind it now, which I like. Yeah. In the Melbourne Richmond game, if you haven't tasted, if you haven't experienced that, um, what do you like? Because that's it's almost the Melbourne one the night before. Yep. Is Love sort it. of the argument about why don't we have a night grand final? Mm. Like because that's probably the they're two. You know, you get ninety thousand there Tuesday night. You get yeah. ninety thousand there the next day. Yeah, but one's a day game, one's a night game. What is there any difference for you? Oh, I feel. I mean, the Anzac Day game, your game is unbelievable. It's hard to think it could be get better than that. But I think the night backdrop and yeah. the and the fire and the flames and what they do with the lighting and the silence. You know, just that the atmosphere is. Incredible, really powerful, and it's the kind of game where I think just any footy fan will go yeah. along. And as you sort of you share in that respect and that in that moment, just the the night backdrop and, and the lighting is phenomenal. So I've gone along to that game and thought exactly the same thing. Wow, how good would a night grand final be? Yeah. And I'd love to see the late league yeah. trial it. I so think it would I. be super exciting. You know, and are they decided what what time slot the grand final is going to be? They're probably getting into that. They are deciding at the next commission meeting. Oh, go night or oh, go twilight. That would be epic. Yeah. 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 At least twilight. just have one put one just take a baby step into twilight. Yeah. And that would you think that would go well? I mean, how, how much would be pumping after the game for the crowd dark. Yeah. Fire, band, all that sort of stuff would be unreal. One thing I don't get about it, and the Herald Sun often do polls asking fans what their preference uh, is. The fans clearly 
would prefer a day grand final. So is this just a circumstance where the fans are wrong and they just need to try a well, night I grand feel like final? The, a lot of people I speak to want night. Yeah. I think it's a bit more... There's um, never been a poll in the Herald Sun that the fans have said yeah, right. uh, yes to a night grand yeah. final. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think we, we try it or a twilight at least, try it and see how we go. I mean, one of the arguments against Scott is that it would lessen the quality of the game because it might be dewy or, you know, dark or lights, whatever. It's like be- saying it could rain at 2 o'clock. That's right. During a grand final. No. So, like the St Kilda Geelong grand final. You know when he gives you the, that look sometimes, Coggo. I hate yeah, it when like, you have a massive build-up and he just stares <laughs> at you. What about the St Kilda Geelong grand final, the toe poke? Yep. That got wet towards the end. Yep. Was that not one of the best grand finals you'd ever see? It certainly was. Yep. Geelong, Port Adelaide, perfect sunny day. Geelong won by 100 points. Stinker. Yeah, so it's like it's just the two sides that match up in the grand final will give you a quality product, quality no matter product. if it's wet, dry, yep. windy, yep. whatever. All right, well, Gil, he's obviously a big fan of the podcast. We've had him on We've before. had him on before. He'll be listening. Um, went really well, too. That went yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> no Learned doubt. a lot about Gil that day. <laughs> we did. The, uh, what was he, Pollock? Pollock. Polo. Yep. One interesting one about the, yep. what, the Richmond... Uh, Melbourne Melbourne uh, Anzac Day game is that they actually put it the clubs actually run that whole show so yep. it was their idea about the lighting and the cauldron and all of that yep. I thought that was really cool because yeah. the AFL clearly have a massive say over the Collingwood Essendon game yeah, yep. yeah. I thought it was cool that they had a bit more freedom to kind of do what they want and they've yeah. come up with a really yeah, a really nice that. tradition I think they're expecting yeah. 82,000 of that one so it will be another monster game Scotty two wins in a row well done to you, mate. Good luck um, on uh, on next Wednesday, of course, against the Bombers. Will <laughs> be you. a massive game. The Pies uh, are on fire. And uh, Coco, did we get nominated for some sort yeah, of? Yeah, one award? last one. I was going to say good luck to us. We're um, nominated for in the Australian Podcast of the Year awards as um, <laughs> best sports podcast. No, no, we're we're past it. We're transcended people. Right. So. Um, we're up against the Howie Games. So. Who? What's that? <laughs> That's where it's at. What's, I've seen that you've brought in, Jay, this little yes. bag that you're hiding behind yes, you. Have you got good, well, goodies it's, for me? It's, Scotty, it's not all about – we talk all sport hits, not just about you and your, NBA. Uh, and your outstanding uh, football career. The Super Netball season kicks off on the 28th, uh, Scotty. And uh, your Collingwood Mad Pies take on the Melbourne Vixens. And, oh, look, I, I dare say – Is this going to be the rivalry in the studio, is it? I think so. We're going to get behind the girls. They do a Great job. So you, you know Maddie Robinson and, and and the Magpies, but I'm uh, I'm behind the Vixens. It's a local derby, Scotty. So you uh, you'll get three behind. weeks away. Our girls were in here this morning, absolutely really? smashing it. Training, training hard? hard, absolutely. Well, I'm behind the Vixens. Let's come up with some sort of uh, um, coffee bet. Coffee bet, absolutely. So uh, I'll have the Vixens. Coffee lunch bet. Coffee lunch bet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see who gets up. Go Vixens. And um, <laughs> do you know that you have the tag? Yeah, you got the tag. On the yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, looks, looks oh, trying to give it back. Are better, better, better <laughs> pull that off. Not a loyal support. I do have to give that back. No, nah, well, our girls—they've been training because we've got the, the Commonwealth Games as well. So that's just finished. So yes. we've had girls training for so long here. Yep. Um, they'll be ready to go. Fit. So. Yep. Yeah, that's tomorrow. You I love a free lunch and a coffee. Would you? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, go Vixens. Look, that's been the Jock and Journo show. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. Good luck, Scotty. It's going to be a massive game. Anzac Day, Essendon, next Wednesday. Pies looking for three wins in a row. Obviously. Hopefully uh, <laughs> you can get the uh, chocolates. This is the Jock and Journo show. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. What are you yelling? <laughs> <laughs>